Hello and welcome to episode four of the Greenwich Mind Time podcast and the first episode of 2021. My name is Emma Dowley. I'm a final year undergraduate student at the University of Greenwich and today I'm joined by the founder of Mind Society, Greenwich alumni and good friend of mine, Robin Goldsmith. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, you're very welcome. Thank you for um, taking the time to do it today. I know you're very busy mm-hmm. um, at the moment and with everything else that's going on. Yeah, no problem. I'm a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to all the other ones. <laughs> all three of them. All three of them, yeah. Um, so I'm going to dive in. So, Robin, you graduated from the University of Greenwich last year. Um, but when you were there, you set up the Mind Society in, I think, 2017. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The end of my first year. Yeah, 2017. Yeah. So what what kind of motivated you to create a student group around mental health? Um, I guess I guess sort of the easy answer is I wanted to create a space to talk about mental health, really. Simply. Mm. Um but it was fueled by sort of a lot of things. I think uh, a combination of sort of my own mental health. Um, so I've sort of dealt with anxiety and panic attacks. Um, well, anxiety for all of my life. I, I think particularly social anxiety and panic attacks. I had my first panic attack when I was about 17. Um, yes. Yeah, and then when I came to uni, like uni such a big deal so I came to uni when I was 20 I came to Greenwich when I was 20 and um I think you sort of think you want a new fresh start and maybe all the mental health stuff you're dealing with before won't follow you to uni Mm -hmm. um but yeah it did um and yeah I as well I mean it's worth sort of mentioning uh like loved ones of mine have uh lost family members due to mental health and sort of seen in my own town how that had sort of, uh, just created so much devastation and loss and so it's always always going on and then yeah, mm. I, I came to Greenwich and uh something that happened which I think sort of uh, was a catalyst for the for the mind society was I joined the ultimate frisbee team <laughs> at Greenwich and um it was great and everyone was really really nice I made lots of friends but I had a, a panic attack um at training and I remember that quite vividly and it was it was quite traumatic um and I remember coming back from that and to my room I lived in Avery Hill in first year and I remember sort of thinking I I can't leave this room now (laughs) like I need to just stay here because I, I can't talk to anyone otherwise I'll have a panic attack and just just all that loss and not loss um like low mood that anxiety brings and then I remember thinking but I can't I can't be the only one and also like I can't be the one who's got it worse like there's definitely people who are, who are worse and then I started to get worried about people in Avery Hill in rooms identical to mine that were maybe sitting in their rooms sort of afraid to to go out as well so yeah and then I'm, I mean I'm, I'm a math student I studied maths at Greenwich and I think I sort of took faith in the numbers and I remember because at the time everything to do with mental health was was one in four I don't know if you remember like that was slogan mm. on everything one in four there's one in four one in four and that was the only sort of the only stuff about mental health that I knew because I, I didn't even know what a panic attack was when I when I had mine I, I didn't know what anxiety was 
So that was the only thing I knew. So I remember holding on to that and going, well, if there's one in four, then where is everyone? <laughs> you know, Why am I the only one dealing with this? Why does no one understand? And why have I never had a conversation with someone else um, about anxiety or about mental health in general? Um, yeah, and then so I wanted to create a place where sort of people like me and people that had it way worse than me could come and just feel safe and, and feel like they could talk. And I wanted to try and bring down those barriers, basically. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes so much sense. And I think, well, first of all, to say that I think what you, I think what you did in making my society has had an impact on a lot of people. I mean, certainly it was like the first society that when I, joined Greenwich it was the first society that I was like yep that one's for me um and I think what you said about like that thing of being alone in your in your student accommodation room Mm. and feeling having that initial feeling like well I'm the only one you know who feels like this or going through this it is like incredibly isolating um oh yeah and and but you're absolutely right like there's so many people go like people who um as you're saying like actually are starting university with with this stuff Mm. you know um I mean for me I didn't really start to experience mental health problems until I went to university it was something that was a result of university of a university experience um not at Greenwich but elsewhere but but you're right there are so many people who come to university um with with this stuff and it's a lot to deal with on you know you think about like starting your course you move your whole life somewhere you know it's a lot and I think as well you're always told that university is going to be the best time of your life I think that's Mm. such a thing oh yeah like oh you're gonna have a great time and sort of that that stereotype of students just partying and getting drunk and just having an amazing time is it's just not like that for the majority of people. And sometimes when there's this pressure that it's going to be the best time of your life, you're sitting there on your own going, why, why is it not? You know, why, why mm. am I, why am I being held back from things? And why am I not getting involved? I remember sitting in my uni room. It's quite sad really to think about it, but, and I could hear in Avery Hill, the sound, oh my gosh, it's just like, I don't know if you've ever been, but it's like in a room in Avery Hill, but the sound that echoes around the whole campus and I used to remember hearing people like partying or whatever and I used to be in my room like I can't join in like I can't I can't do it and I must Mm. be the only one and that's not true but um yeah when you've never had a conversation with anyone else about anxiety you you don't know that there are other people that understand how you feel which I, Mm. I had never had a conversation about it until until the mind society really yeah and and as well um what you're saying is about that thing of people say oh it's the best time Mm. of your life and I think like social media plays such a big part in that doesn't it because I remember I remember having a similar thing of like sitting in my room and alone and just thinking I've seen all the pictures of my friends on Facebook like like you know every everybody else I was convinced I was just like everybody Mm. else is having a great time and there's something wrong with me that means that I'm not and is you know and then it's like in hindsight look back and go yeah I definitely wasn't the only one but the sad thing is that you that you can feel like that so I think that's why one of the reasons why mind society is so great because it just 
it, in a way it's like an acknowledgement that that isn't true yeah yeah totally and a lot of people when you move to uni you lose your support system or at least your you could mm. be hundreds of miles away from your support system and you're living with strangers if you've moved to campus you know and and everyone's gone going oh yeah they're having a great time and actually then to reach back I remember sort of thinking who can I talk to you about how I feel or you know like I, d- I don't want to message my friends from school because I'm not at school anymore <laughs> you know like all these kind of things but you haven't made friends yet that trust mm. with that and then if you don't move to uni if you say you're commuting living at home I think that's really hard as well because you're you'll then sort of have one foot in two different uh I don't know how to say like you're, you're at home living a family life maybe and then and then you're trying to be an adult but you're not you're not quite an adult yet like uni is a very weird time in your life especially if you go from 18 mm. you know you're not fully independent um but then sort of expected to be independent as well so there's just so many things going on um and yeah it's, it's really difficult it's really and then adding in mental health problems on top of that is just ugh, a lot <laughs> yeah definitely and I feel yeah I just feel like it's I, re- I remember when I got to Greenwich and I saw that there was a mind society I remember the first time so I remember it was the um you get that like fold out you know welcome week scheduled right. timetable you know here are all the cool fun events are going on and I remember looking at it um and kind of thinking right what am I going to go to you know, I want to, I want to like meet people you know, outside my course and stuff and seeing there was a mindset and I was like, oh my God, like there, we're, there's people who are actually going to be, you know, like talking about yeah. it or uh, just addressing that fact. Like, and I think that makes, I just feel like that makes a huge difference for then, you know, and that's, and I think it's important to say that it's a, the mind society was and has always been a student-led group Mm. um yeah and I think I I just think it was like a brilliant thing and I like I'm sure I'm not the only one who's like really grateful that you um that you set it up so I'm just wondering like do you have are there any moments from mind society that you're like particularly proud of yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) um yeah I think um I mean, we won an award in the first year, which was which was really nice. It was like a sort of recognition, you know. Those things are always nice, but I think, I think actually, the things I'm most proud of is sort of interactions with members and um, sort of seeing the real impact of them, like uh, members sort of explaining or telling me how how it sort of changed their university experience. That's that's just the best, but. Um, yeah, I think one of the things I'm proudest of is uh, our first event, which is a bit weird to sort of say that you're proud of something right at the beginning. So nothing's happened all those like from three years. But I think that was the start and it led to everything else. And it was um, our first event was a walk and talk in the park, in Greenwich Park. And oh, I was just so nervous. I just remember being. I was so anxious, I was so nervous. At the time, I'd, I'd filled out the forms basically to set up the society, but I remember just thinking, like someone with social anxiety cannot be a leader, like I cannot be a good leader, which is what I wanted to be. You know, I was just like, I'm, I cannot run a society, I don't know what I'm playing at. And um, 
yeah but I've arranged this event and people came like a healthy amount of people came and we walked through the park and we walked to the top of the hill and um we did we did went like the long way so we didn't go up that steep <laughs> that steep bit um, <laughs> but I remember it was it was really cool because we were walking and there was conversations going on that people just chatting normally there were some people that didn't say anything but were there and that's always been a thing I think written on posts and stuff you know if you come and you don't want to speak to anyone that's fine like you just come in you sit down you leave cool like no worries so there were people that just came along and then there were people who in conversations I overheard of people talking about mental health and people going like oh I hate when this happens or I can't deal with this and then someone going oh my god yeah me too this is really horrible or I've done this or whatever um and in a way it was just really shocking because I'd I'd never heard that before and it, it felt really groundbreaking at the time for me and I think there was just sort of something momentous about it when we got to the top sort of a metaphor <laughs> I mean that hill is effort but <laughs> it was sort of like momentous um to get to the top and and sort of have the first conversation and we've done it we've we've put mental health like priority in conversation um, it's so it's so hard to open up it's so hard to be the first one to say there's so much shame attached so to break that down and to have people support each other already um was amazing um yeah so that was a huge thing um, I was sort of really proud of that and then also the day we got our TN that was a big day <laughs> where you know that was great because that was like we'd it's such so silly but I just remember everyone being so excited that we'd finally got a TN because we didn't have any money and um I think the TN was like 50 quid but we had to try and figure out how on earth we were going to buy this TN when we had no money and we know we never wanted to charge people for, for just to come and have a chat about mental health um but yeah so we had to create a like a plan of selling like these mugs that me and my dad put stickers on stickers but you know what I mean like the transfers on sort of like mind society mugs and we sold them and finally we had enough money for this um this tier and we and yeah because getting hot water out of the SU was like getting blood out of a stone it was so hard so their independence of we've got a tier and we can now and I remember it was like 60 cups and I remember being like we can make 60 cups of tea like, conversations <laughs> or like 30 conversations we can have like that's amazing um that felt like a really big achievement <laughs> I'm really proud but yeah, yeah it's, it's a bit lame really but the TN was a big deal no, no I, d I think you've just proven why that's not lame at all because you you're saying like oh it's 60 cups or oh, that's 30 conversations yeah. like that's that's like that's the great thing about like mind society and I feel like it's worth mentioning here that mind society is how yeah. you and I became yeah. friends and um and actually how I became friends with most of the people that I've become friends with mm. at Greenwich. Um, as I've said, like, I I remember coming to the Mind Society meet and greet in 2018, it would have been September yeah. 2018, which is when I started at Greenwich. Um, and I don't live in Greenwich. And I was, I remember it was a really hot day and I'd come into campus just for this and I was running late and I was like so nervous and I probably nearly just like turned around and was like, oh, just forget it doesn't matter I'm gonna leave it but um but I didn't and came to some of the society events after that like um 
we went to see Little Miss Sunshine at the Alcola Theatre in Dalston, which feels like <laughs> forever ago, being able yeah. to go to the theatre. Um, and, um, and I got to know you and some of the other committee members and the society members. And I've always thought, and you kind of just touched on this, like one of the great things about my society is there's no, there's never mm. any pressure. So you don't have to join in the conversation if you don't want to you you know if you're worried about turning up to an event on your own um you can send a message to one of the committee and they'll meet you somewhere so you don't have to you know walk in alone and you know um so you've got someone to have a chat to because I feel like for I was going to say some people but I feel like surely for most people going to an event like that where you're going on your own you don't know anyone is really difficult isn't it yeah massively I think as well I always put this for me always down to like a social anxiety thing but I think that's relatively normal and um, Mm. I mean there is sort of people that would say like oh yeah you go to university you need to be an adult you need to be able to walk into a room you know on your own but I think yeah but there's like baby steps (laughs) you know we don't need to like get there straight away and going just going into a room of strangers and do you know what it is as well is the student group landscape at university is a minefield in terms of you have no idea what people are going to be like you don't know where your people are people who you're going to get on with um student groups that you're going to fit in with and obviously there's all sorts of kind of behavior that goes on in student student groups that can be quite pressurizing and you know some people mm. desperately want to avoid that so talking about like initiation style behavior things like that and so trying to like find where you are going to be comfortable where you should go is so it's so difficult and um yeah so I think going with a friend is really really normal and yeah that was something I remember we, I can't remember like how we used to say it on the post I feel like it used to rhyme or something lame but <laughs> we used to say you know if you if you feel anxious you don't know where to go or, or whatever it is that's like holding you back like message us because we will do whatever we can to make it so it like it doesn't hold you back anymore basically and it was it's it came from the feeling of like we are those people <laughs> like if we, if we weren't running mm. it we would be like oh, I really want to go but oh, I'm not sure I can you know like it's it's really hard and there was all sorts of things I mean we used to run like trips to things in London like you said like the theatre trips and stuff like travel anxiety would come into it and just just loads of things and it would be like we would always say you know and that was like a priority was let's figure out how to make it work for you because everybody is different and there are things that put people off from joining and I just it should be your choice whether you want to join a group or not and whether you want to go to something or not and um yeah I just think the transparency of like it's okay we get that coming to something in like a bunch of strangers on your own when you don't know what to expect that's really hard and you've just really you're in a new city like mm. everything is just crazy um so yeah message us uh, and we'll, we'll meet you outside and <laughs> that for me I, I did that for frisbee um when I joined frisbee I really really desperately wanted to join frisbee and I put it off um I didn't go for like the first four weeks and I thought it was too late and I convinced myself and then I spoke to one of the committee members and I'm like I know this is really late but like would you mind meeting me because I if you meet me beforehand I will come if I can go with somebody I will come Mm. and I wouldn't have gone if he didn't say yeah so yeah but I felt like an idiot for asking so I think for the mind society was wanted to take away the 
that feeling and just be like, no, we, we get it. It's, it's really hard. Mm. Yeah. I feel like that's, I, I feel like, um, probably with a lot of groups, if you, if you message someone and ask, the answer will be yes, but actually, you know, I, there's something about having the group say it so that you don't have to ask, which kind of just normalizes the whole thing. And like, you know, makes you feel like, oh, okay, I, and that might not even occur Mm -hmm. to some people either, you know, to message us, they just wouldn't go. Yeah, Um, yeah, you're so right, you're so um, right, yeah. It's that transparency, it's that someone else putting it, putting it out there that makes you didn't not mm, Yeah, Yeah, to just say it's okay. it's really hard. Um, So... Uh, talking about uh, societies at Greenwich, Robin, uh, you and I have both been the founder and president of a society um, during our time at university. Do did you find that? And obviously, you've said all these things that you're proud about, and um, and I mean, I agree. Like, it's incredibly rewarding. But did you find that it puts you under kind of an enormous amount of pressure as <laughs> <Yeah>. well? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but no, but it is, it is so rewarding. Um, And I think you, I mean, I gained so many skills um, from it that employability wise, I think have really helped me. Uh, But yeah, I mean, you sort of become, especially the first year for me, the first year of my society, I, I was sort of on my own. And the members were great and were really, really helpful. But in terms of committee, it, it was sort of just me. I didn't really have anyone to rely on and I remember just sort of gosh like you become like a marketing <laughs> executive like an advertising person social media person events planner like you become all these people and then you go oh god like <laughs> what am I doing I'm also a student and I've got like my own coursework to do <laughs> you know and then um, yeah there's an enormous pressure there because because also these people are, these students and your members are relying on you in a way that, and I think maybe, mm. maybe with the mind society more than others, maybe not though, because, but it's just, you feel like you're, I knew that the mind society mattered to people a lot and having that place to come mattered a lot and made a big difference to their student experience as a whole. So if I was not able to put on an event then I was letting them down and I was taking that away from them so there is that pressure and I think I think trying to find that balance uh, between remembering that you're also a student and you know you're not you're not running this full-time this isn't your full-time job it is really hard and I, I mean yeah it's all hard working with the SU I think we both know is is hard like the resources for societies at least when I was a student group leader are just not there and so it sort of makes every task (laughs) incredibly difficult um, and draining you know even if booking a room is difficult it's like oh gosh how on earth am I gonna plan these 15 events I want to do this year you know how am I gonna do that Mm. um but yeah I mean I took away organizational skills time management skills definitely um it's, it's 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 worth it but it's not it's not for everyone I think as well I was lucky in that uh I had the time you know whereas other people don't in terms of like might have had part-time jobs I didn't have a part-time job whilst I was running the mind society so 
it was it was slightly easier but I think at the end of I think it was like my second year so my first year as president of my society and I'd I think I've got 200 hours of voluntary contribution or something just in that year like it's just mental you know just the amount of time and um yeah it's all worth it don't get me wrong but um it's difficult and yeah there, yeah there is pressure definitely I mean you I know we've spoken about it before you probably feel the same yeah I think I agree it's I got a lot out of um oh, I feel like I should say I have stress I haven't said um so I uh last year so the 2019-20 academic year um I set up a Harry Potter society at Greenwich um and then was president of that for the year um and yeah it was it was very rewarding we had events where we had so many people I mean we did a Halloween event which did a joint Halloween event with Mind and we had to do a second pumpkin run because we had so many people come um and it was incredibly rewarding and I got things out of it like you say like all those kind of organizational skills oh, yeah. also like leadership skills like it was for me it was the first time I'd ever been in a position of yeah. like sort of being a leader and um which there were times when I was like what are you doing like you're not like where do you get off thinking that you you know um that you can do this and then at other times I was like but you are and this you know people are coming and people are saying like thank you for doing this event and it you know but I think you're right you then get this I remember times just feeling guilty oh, yeah. that I wasn't doing yeah. more um so I feel like for anyone, um, obviously this year, I guess things are all a bit on hold, but if anyone's kind of at uni at the moment or going to uni, I would say definitely get involved with societies. And if you have an idea, do it, like pursue it and set it up, but also don't be afraid to ask for the support you need. I feel like that's a very important thing that I forgot yeah. a lot of the time. Yeah, and it also, it's okay if you can't do it. I think, um, yeah, I, I think, oh I don't want to go too much into the SEO I'll be careful what I say but I think sometimes they don't uh they don't have the resources to support student group leaders as I think they probably want to and as they should um so it does end up everything is student-led you know and um there's a hundred or over a hundred societies at Greenwich and one one contact to book a room (laughs) it's mad you know and you end up you do end up on your own um doing things so I think having support you know is great having a committee of people and just doing what you can you know yeah I think as well like Mm. one of the skills I definitely learned was budgeting with no budget like that's that's quite impressive I think now I look (laughs) back like we started with no money (laughs) how on earth are we gonna do it but um yeah a a good team and I definitely I had good teams um like in after my first year as president and just being able to rely on other people and share that workload is really important, really important. And teamwork as well. You just get so many teamwork skills. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we've been talking a lot about Greenwich, um, but Robin, we should say that at the moment, you're currently at Lancaster University um, on a doctoral training programme in statistics and operational research, which sounds <laughs> like a nightmare to me, but you've chosen to do it. Um, and I know that so before Christmas you were living in student accommodation. Um, how? My question was going to be: Has has being a student during 
the pandemic affected your mental health but I feel like the question is more how has it because I feel like the answer to that question for everybody <laughs> yeah. at is probably yeah, yes yeah. yeah it's been fun right um <laughs> yeah oh yeah it's just it's just mad and it's hard for everyone I was thinking about this the other day but I think when in your life do you move in to a flat with six strangers and then you're told you can't leave (laughs) that's not normal like this feels like some kind of social experiment like that was quite intense no like no shade to my flatmates like please don't take my food out of the fridge but um it's very bizarre like moving in with people and then you can't leave and they're the only people you can socialize with and yeah I mean yeah Lancaster we've been in um tier four basically since the beginning you know before all the other lockdowns so it was it was very like stay in your flat (laughs) stay in your room the whole time I think um yeah it's difficult I think one of the things I miss a lot in terms of learning sort of online and all that palaver is um is I just miss you know that moment where you'd walk out of a lecture two-hour lecture and your your brain was just fried and you didn't really know what was going on and you're a bit worried because you're like oh my gosh I'm behind don't know what's going on and you walk out the lecture and someone in front of you or behind you or whatever would be like whoa or what the hell was that or (laughs) no I didn't get that or any anything Mm. like that and then you sort of have this community of like oh yeah yeah and I think that massively helped me as a student in terms of, yeah, I think mental health wise, you know, anxiety of, can I do this? Do I belong here? You know, all that kind of stuff being like, okay, no, 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 we can do this. Everyone feels like this. It's fine. And that community thing. And also mm. you must feel it so much with languages as well, but with maths, being able to work with someone on a problem and, and just being able to lean over and be like with a piece of paper and a pen and I don't really get this can you show me or whatever is it's just great and <laughs> you can't replicate that um virtually it's very very isolating everything for everybody involved yeah I think yeah same as you I definitely miss those like before class <laughs> after class like small moments where you Mm, yeah Yeah, where you don't feel alone and you you're like okay we're all kind of in this together and you know um yeah like I wasn't the only one who didn't get that or I wasn't the only one who didn't have time to do something or um and it's yeah I mean online classes I mean for me have gone like technically they've gone pretty smoothly but but it is very lonely and I mean I live with my family and even so it's you know none of them are at university Mm -hmm. so it like my my contact with other students is like really limited um and and in a way then we're back to kind of what we're saying before about that like feeling like on your own in your room and not knowing if you are the only one who's struggling or not spiral so easily um when actually all you all you probably needed in that moment is for someone else to go yeah yeah it's really hard but that doesn't happen and I think in classroom not necessarily like classroom situations but like lecture situations whatever when you have someone sort of it's so so natural for someone to explain something without you having to explicitly ask like now if I'm stuck on something I have to think about who I'm going to message and be like because I need to find someone who I think will get it and then I have to message hi I'm really sorry to bother you but you know on this question and all this and it feels like such a 
big deal in a class you just probably mm. look at them with like a face being like what and then they scribble something down on a piece of paper and you'd be like oh yeah, yeah okay cool do you know what I mean it, and you wouldn't you wouldn't think anything of it you wouldn't walk out of that room going oh my god I'm so stupid for not getting that um but there's something about having to like do it message and sort of step out and be like oh yeah I'm I'm the idiot that didn't understand sorry you know is it's just horrible it puts it and I think it it sort of ties in for me to like social anxiety because it feels like a, a spotlight is then on you I was like oh yeah yeah I need mm. help but that whole community thing I think um yeah like we've spoken about it before and when you talk about going you know into uni and how much you miss that and I think it's because as humans we we like to feel part of something you know there's there's a reason why people get like University of Greenwich hoodies and or their like sports team hoodies or society hoodies or whatever, because we like to have identity and that feeling of belonging. I belong in this group and um, people understand me here. And when you're on your own staring at your laptop, there's none of that. There's none of that's just completely gone. Um, and I think that's really, really hard mm. to deal with. And I don't, I don't really know how to deal with it at the moment, I guess, to be honest. Yeah, and do you know, it's so funny you just said that because I have been wearing my University yeah. Greenwich hoodie today. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. There's that like mm-hmm. that shared experience just that you can feel even from just yeah. like walking around campus on your own, like just completely breaks down when you're yeah. like just in your room. And um, and yeah, what what you were saying as well about having to, if you're stuck and you're on, you know, like an online lesson, the thing oh. I hate is when you have to do the little hand up, um, because quite often there's a delay between you pressing the little hand up and it yeah. appearing on the lecturer's screen. Um, and by then, like we've, you yeah. know, everyone's moved on and 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 then even when it is noticed is exactly what you just said it's like a spotlight I think it actually yeah. like highlights yeah. your little bubble on the screen so <laughs> yeah, this you person didn't it, Emma. <laughs> and it, yeah and you kind of feel like you've yeah. you've disrupted everybody and you know the rational part of my brain is like you haven't no way did yeah, everybody absolutely. follow that you know I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one with a question but at the same time you're really like oh I've now yeah. everybody's yeah, listening yeah. to when it, would that you know? that, that um, just doesn't really happen in in like normal life you know in normal lectures and stuff you'd ask in a tutorial or a seminar and you'd ask one-on-one or whatever yeah I, yeah I hate I hate that do you know what's worse is when you accidentally do the hand up as well and then you're like oh, sorry I just did an accident I was messing around with the settings and just so embarrassing it's happened many times but yeah, that whole, oh, yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of looking at myself as well, on, like on a laptop screen. Can you take that off? Like, I, I don't need that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to look at myself like during a lecture. Yeah, all these things I hate about online learning, I guess. Mm. Or the one when, um, if you've got your camera on and your lecture is shared oh. on that screen and then you get to see yourself in reverse, and you're like, my face has never looked yes. this freaky, or does it always look like this? And you start, and then you've completely your stopped listening because you're just looking at <laughs> your back to front own yeah, face. Totally. I hate that. I hate that so much. Why do like, they forget to not share? 
I mean, lectures have so much on their plate right now. And um, yeah, but please, please just stop sharing. I don't want to look at myself, especially at the front. (laughs) (laughs) Funny. Um, So, so this is the Mm. fourth episode of the podcast now. Um, which means that what I'm about to say, I can officially say, is now a regular feature. Yeah, very exciting. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So I just want to kind of, off the back of what we've just been saying about, you know, generally how, well, tough for everybody at the moment, but, you know, we're sort of talking particularly about being a student and being a university student at the moment. Um, If you had a top tip to share, which helps you with your mental health and which may be helpful yeah, sure. to some other people um well emma because i'm a fan of the podcast i had a feeling that you were going to ask me this so i plan to lie and say um oh, i just love running because <laughs> i feel like so many people say that about their mental health so when it's like well, what's a tip and they're like oh, i just I just love running i i do not love running um so it's really great for those people that it works for like go for it but I just hate that exercise makes you feel better so I just think it's so unfair um so that's not my tip um I don't I don't run unless chased really um yeah so I guess my tip is well for me maybe it's more like anxiety leaning towards but for me um especially if I wake up on a day and I'm feeling like what I call like an antsy day where I feel like I'm on the edge and I could very easily have a panic attack basically something very small could push me over and so then I'm sort of having almost like mini symptoms of pre-panic attack because I'm sort of waiting for it and if that happens something I like to do is just music is great um so music is good but also just just headphones in general like noise cancelling headphones or something I don't have noise cancelling ones but mine are quite big so I just put them over my ears and they block out quite a lot of sound and I find that for me just removing like a sense just helps me so much like just not being able to hear noises that that are sort of like oh oh." like I don't know how to explain people people who understand anxiety or like get it will know what I mean but um yeah just taking that away is just helps me so much and I think I think it would work sort of if you can get somewhere quiet and just close your eyes for a bit and just just focus on everything else that's going on in your body um but it's a lot harder to do that headphones are a lot easier so I I do that quite a lot headphones on uh, when I'm walking around obviously be careful but um just take away the sense but other than that I guess I would just I would just say find your people I think that's the biggest thing since for my journey kind of from starting the mind society to now that's helped me the most is finding people that I can talk to about mental health and that I know will listen I know will not necessarily understand but will um try to understand and will believe me and um and and it's worth saying that I'm very lucky to have found people like that um through basically the Mind Society and members that are just incredible but also there's places you can go you know charities that have people to talk to like Samaritans, like Mind, like Calm, Papyrus, um, Anxiety UK, places like that, just go and speak to someone because get the shame away because you can't heal when you feel like shame for 
for what's going on in your head. So I think find your people and and start talking about it. When obviously disclaimer to my tip is obviously when you feel comfortable and you can't force it. Um, but yeah, I guess those are my tips. Run if that's your thing, headphones and just find your people and have a chat because um, it just helps massively. Yeah. I think they are some excellent tips. I'm also so glad that you started off by not giving a tip. <laughs> I just hate I enjoyed that. that. I, I feel so excluded from so um, many conversations where people are like, oh, what do you do for mental health? And they're like, oh, I love running. And I'm just sat there like, I'm not going on a run. <laughs> That's the last thing I want to do. But um, no, exercise does help. I'm more of like a dance video, exercise video kind of person. So, I mean, maybe that's my tip, do a dance exercise video. But yeah. But I guess that's the thing, isn't it? Like yeah. different different things will work for different people. And, um, and I guess also that's why I'm kind of asking everyone because, uh, well, selfishly, <laughs> I'm like, I want the hot tips. But also, but because everybody will have a different, yeah, totally. everybody's given something different so far. And there are so many things, you know, that um, some things will work for you and some things won't. Um, yeah. Or some things might work on some days and not on others. Um, but I think I think you were saying about shame is right. And I just wanted to say thank you for like being so honest and open, because I always think that like whenever whenever someone is talks about their experiences or to be honest, just talks about mental health in a just in day to day conversation. I always think of it like a little candle being lit in a dark room and that the more people do it and the more candles that kind of get yeah. lit, the more everyone can see that they're not alone because I think that's a big part of the shame and the stigma and um, and why we don't talk about the kind of day-to-day yeah. -day struggles that we're having. Um, and so, yeah, so I just want to say thank you for... Um, so yeah, for sharing so honestly and openly and I really enjoyed our Thank chat. You. Thank you for listening to Greenwich Mind Time. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please tell your friends, help us get the word out on social media and of course, keep an eye out for the next episode. If you're a University of Greenwich student, you can find out more about Mind Society at greenwichsu.co.uk forward slash societies forward slash UG Mind Society.